I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many of your ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage where every element of its production will be geared towards making it the perfect awards season contender. I'm Joel, a man who puts the oi in Critics' Choice Awards, and across from me it's John Harris, a man until recently claimed that all awards were arbitrary ways of judging art and should never be treated with any sort of reverence until a certain film podcast finished second in the pod bible podcast awards 2024 hello john on the subject of being awards bait do you think the prosthetic nose was too much i yes i do <laughs> i think it was a little bit too much mostly because we're an audio f- <laughs> format and all all it meant was that you kept bumping it against the microphone over and over again so it was quite an annoying thing to listen to Joe also hasn't explained it's not on mine it's not a, a prosthetic nose to make mine bigger it's a second nose on my elbow yeah he, exactly so imagine how distracting that is for me it, it, it literally benefits the podcast in no way other than to distract me while we're recording um no we did have we mentioned it no. did we mention it or am i going mad? as soon as we finished recording we last it. week i went we didn't mention the pod bible award so we were nominated for a pod bible award in the film and tv category yes that's right that feels right amongst some big names some heavy hitters of the podcast world and we were runner-up we got at the silver medal john i was very pleased with it very surprised well i said after you promised every listener who voted money from me if we won i'm quite glad with second place well what's interesting john is that i imagine quite a few people didn't vote because they thought that was the chance of us winning was outrageous but they've had a little sniff there the listener and so next year if we're lucky enough to be nominated next year there's a chance they might be in for a cash prize from you <laughs> if we win. And they know that we're potentially only a few votes away in silver. So oh. 2025, I would start saving now. If <laughs> Is that one of the ISAs? You can have a, you can have a first-time buyer ISA, a stocks and shares ISA. I'm sure there's some sort of other ISA. Is there another government-backed ISA for paying for bribing your listeners? <laughs> what I will say is, if I, no, I don't believe this government wouldn't involve themselves in any sort of corruption like that. <laughs> what, I, what, I'm, what I will say is, if we are nominated nominated again next year, the canvassing that we will be doing will be unreal. Yeah, because we were we were sort of half assed <laughs> because we we thought we didn't have a chance of winning. It, next year, it will be sickening. You think that Brexit it, it bus is nuts? 
we're doing a yes. podcast plane. <laughs> I'm I'm going to learn to fly a plane <laughs> in the next year to help with our campaigning. Anyway, John, the reason we were nominated is because we do a brilliant film podcast where people send us film ideas and we talk about them. So let's do some of that. How about this one from Oscar? Aviator, Aviator, Avatar, but with planes. Love it. Is it? So is this, is it the film Planes? I was just going to say. Which people forget about the film Planes. People forget about the film Planes because they did Cars. Mm. I actually imagine Pixar were like, Cars has been a smash hit. Here's the good news. There's loads of other modes of transport. (laughs) So let's do Planes. And if planes is a success, let's boats. do boats. If boats flies for us, it's bikes. Name another transport. Trains. Hovercraft. We're getting niche. It's the hovercraft segway. movie. I reckon hovercraft. Hovercraft straight to DVD, I think. <laughs> the se- segway, the movie. But sadly, I don't think planes was a smash hit. It just couldn't capture the, pardon, the gag. It couldn't capture the lightning McQueen in a bottle <laughs> that cars had. Yeah, so yeah. what you're suggesting is the film pl- in the film planes what we don't see is another room where there are human beings hooked up to machines that make them the planes. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> Joel, considering Joel watched the Avatar both the Avatar movies like 6 months ago, he's completely forgotten what happens in them. I have I couldn't I on a, do you know what? I still I I'm not sure I can name a character from either. I watched you're right, I watched them 6 months ago and I'm pretty sure I can't name a single character from Avatar. Uh you mean But that's sort of not what that's not the point, is it? You mean the iconic Jake Sully? And there was another one. There was a little lad in this one. Spider. Wait. Spider. <laughs> that's it. Oh, so I know loads of characters. It's not really. Look, the Avatar films, they're not really about knowing what anything's called. That's not what they're there for. You're supposed to sit there in 3D glasses going, oh, for three and a half hours. And then you leave and that's it. I, I, and I, look, I can't wait for the whatever the next one's called. Fires of Time. The thing, so I think I saw a tweet to this effect, so I am plagiarising to be transparent, but I think the thing that, you know, we have this conversation about the lack of cultural impact of those films, despite the amount of box office they make. I think yeah. part of it is because you, you don't buy, you don't, I think there is Lego, it does exist, but you don't buy toys, you don't see like, you don't go to Asda and look at the George section and see a bunch of pyjamas with avatars on them. Do you know what I mean? It's not, kids aren't into it. That's true. The, the literal Do you kids think the merch into. isn't? It's not because of the quality of the merch. I just think... I've never I've never seen... Yeah, I've never seen like Avatar breakfast cereal. Or like even a Funko Pop. I've never even seen a Funko Pop. I was actually having this conversation recently and speaking of film tie-in merchandise and I'm still yet to see the Wonka movie. I'm very excited to see the Wonka movie and I'm desperately trying to find time. Well, I think I'm now in the nether zone, right? It's no longer in cinemas. It's not out on... Yeah. Home viewing. I've heard rumours of the 30th of January for streaming. So we're, we're basically nearly there. So 30th of January, I'm there, I'm watching Wonka. I'm very excited to watch it. I had zero faith in Wonka prior to the film coming out. And I would say whoever's behind the merch deals had zero faith in Wonka coming out as well. Because, John, there was not a single bit of branded chocolate available. I'm yeah, pretty sure in the past, nice. films when films like this were coming out, that was a, that would be the big deal. Like there was definitely loads of Wonka chocolate. For the Tim Burton one, I mean, one, there's, yeah. I think there's Wonka chocolate anyway. But for the Tim Burton one, there was loads. Like... Harry Potter, they capitalise oh, on the chocolate frog. Big time. Oh, my God. Bertie Bot's every favourite bean. Oh, bean. my God. And the third one that no one ever talks about, they released these sherbet lemons in association with the Harry 
part of films. Very early doors. They haven't... They, look, if you go to platform nine and three quarters now, you can still buy a chocolate frog. You can still buy a Bertie Bott's Every Flavour Bean. You can't buy these sherbet lemons. I was hooked on these sherbet lemons as a kid. I thought they were... And I, th- I still regularly think about them and how delicious they are. Are they just a traditional sherbet lemon? No, they were... They, no, 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 no. There was... Obviously, there was a magic to Sorry. Them. But they had a certain a certain zing and a tang that you don't get in a classic sherbet lemon. And you could eat more than five or six without completely removing the roof of your mouth, which is what a sherbet lemon will usually do Oh my do God, to you. yeah. Sherbet lemons are torture. Oh, they're delicious, sweet torture. What, what I'm saying is, it is a sick, sick joke that there was no Wonka chocolate. If I'd gone into any of my local supermarkets, and as I was queuing for the self-service checkouts, there's a prime spot in my local co-op where all of this sort of shit's popping up. This is famously where I first saw Liquid Death for the first time. <laughs> like, they all put any old promotional shit on this bit of the, uh, of the co-op. And I'm always, um, and quite cleverly, what they've done at the cup is they've made the self-service checkout so terrible that you have to stand next to these, uh, <laughs> these items for upwards of like 20 minutes, right? So if they'd been Wonka Chock, I'd have tried every single flavor. Yeah. Absolutely. Little Timothy Chalamet's face on it. Oh, come on. Extra golden ticket inside. Anyway, Planes wasn't made by Pixar. And I think it's a rival movie. I think Disney prior to the acquisition saw cars and they were like we need to scramble we need to scramble like we're military jets and we need to make a rival to cars what do we do and they just went planes no that's not no 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 it was made by disney (laughs) it was made by disney no way all right fine whatever (laughs) no but it's not pixar i know cars is pixar i know because basically it was but disney that's not when disney is that when disney were pixar yeah yeah disney's been pixar since for a very long time i think since before no before toy happened. story one what i'm fairly confident that toy story one is Dis- disney distributed what it is okay well we're both very wrong <laughs> we're, we both are about equal distances away because it happened in 2006 okay fine <laughs> you thought it happened in 1993 i seem to think it happened in about Ten, two years March ago last year <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're both about the same distance away. Basically, Pixar gave Disney the plane's IP for them to do what is effectively a, a modern-day equivalent of a straight-to-DVD version of a plane's movie. Oh, interesting. But obviously, even when planes came out, you weren't doing DVD, so it was just a really low-budget movie mm-hmm. with using the IP. Right, yeah. this one needs a bit of explaining for anyone who wasn't listening last week. We... Joel and I really hate to do any sort of running joke that runs more than sort of seven seconds. Absolutely. But I did insist. So Nathan last week sent, what was it? It was order, Law and Order of the Joaquin Phoenix. So you'd put two, yes. you'd put three things in one. And so... Yeah, which is really good going. And he'd also, I'm fairly confident, sent the idea with just two and then deleted it and then added an extra element. Oh, yeah. So I, so we suggested he needs to sort of keep keep evolving that idea forever he said he's not doing it anymore but he has sent us one that is outrageous <laughs> so bear with me yes hey jude law and order of the dark joaquin phoenix down periscope <laughs> got it right have you yeah have you gone through and worked out how many things are in it so there's hey jude so that's the beatles song jude law so we've got two uh, jude law law and order three order three. of the phoenix we've got joaquin phoenix Four. Five. We've got Dark Phoenix, which is the X Men thing. Six. And we've got is it Phoenix Down Periscope? I'm not what I'm not sure what Down Periscope is. Phoenix Down. No, there's black. Keep going. Hang on. We got how far did we get there? Oh God. <laughs> I was with you until Whacking Phoenix. What happens after that? So you got 
Joaquin Phoenix Down Periscope. Okay. I know well, Down Periscope isn't Down Periscope like a comedy film. Has he just popped that on the end? It's just popped it on the end. Colon Down Periscope. Fair enough. Seven <laughs> ideas in one. Thank you very much, Nathan. Phenomenal. The Beatles and Jude Law become cops in the Harry Potter world to solve a crime about Joaquin Phoenix down a periscope. It's all it's all happening on a submarine. Ah, uh, yes, of course. A yellow submarine. Hey, uh, and we're back. Really good work. I hope we gave that enough time. I hope you didn't... I'm imagining an almost like a Beautiful Mind-style <laughs> creation of this. Like He's been up all night working on, a, working on the formula, and I hope we gave it enough time. How about this one from Tony? Fast to the future. Vin Diesel teams up with Doc to heist the past. Well, I'd like, if, if I could interview a bunch of historians and ask them, if you could heist the past, where would you heist? I'd love to know. Where would you heist? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've got the advantage of modern technology. You can basically go and heist anywhere you like, right? You'd think can you? so. You'd do, you'd do a big, wouldn't you do a big pyramid or something I was like thinking that? Egypt as well, yeah. Yeah. It hasn't, isn't that sort of what the British Empire's done? Right. But we didn't have Vin Diesel. It's not. Which, it's not which makes it cool. It's not stealing when you call it a heist, okay? That's cool and sexy. Yeah, heists are sexy, aren't they? <laughs> Why didn't the British Empire call it heists? <laughs> Why didn't they play like that cool, sexy Ocean's Eleven music? They could have all worn tuxes. And then it's kind of a, it's a heist. It's cool. Yeah, damn. Um, I also, Instead it's called, I don't know. Oh, so th- this gives an in- interesting insight into his uh, film literacy that he's called. He said Vin Diesel and the Doc. On one actor's yeah. name, one character name. One actor, one character. Why not? Well, Vin Diesel sort of is a. Li- he's not. He's a larger than life character, isn't he? It's not the name of a real person. So I, th- I, even though I've never seen them, I do think that he is called Don Toretto in the movies. But you are correct. Is, which is Diesel his name by birth? <laughs> What you think it happened after the Fast and Furious? And what movie? happens? What happens if you put petrol in him? <laughs> That's good. Is that how they finally kill him in the in the Fast and the Furious films? He's called Mark Sinclair. No. Yeah. Oh man, that's really. Come on, well, you can. It is amazing that you can just call you if you want. You can just call yourself Vin Diesel. I mean, he was born to be Vin Diesel, wasn't he? If I if I tried. You know, if I tried like the Homer Simpson Max Power kind of thing, it just I wouldn't be able to pull it off. Come up with your Vin Diesel name by uh, <laughs> your f- the French word for your favourite alcohol and your favourite fuel. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. That's My good name stuff. would be Bière Gas. I'm I'm a funnily enough I'm Perno Oil, <laughs> which sounds pretty sexy. Ah, <laughs> oh, good. Yep. Yeah. Vin Diesel, Doc, for some reason Marty's not there, ignore it. For some reason well, The Rock's not there. Maybe they're off doing their other thing. Maybe they get stuck in the past. The, 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 the Fast and the Furious, they, their last film wasn't as big a success as the sort of previous eight or whatever it is. And so they've said they've scaled down and they're going back to basics for the last one, which makes people think that they're actually going to go time travel into the first one. Because that's how, that's like, if you pitch yeah. in a meeting well, to Vin Diesel, we're going back to the basics, back to the original. He's like, yeah, time travel, got it. Yeah. So the... Isn't the gag with Fast and Furious that they're like every film it gets more and more obscene yeah. to the point where you know it's like okay we stopped a nuclear bomb with a car next film we're going to space in a car it's kind of that thing right yeah. have they do- was is there a- they haven't done time travel no and that's it and I think you know you sort of you're you're sort of, the camera's panning down the garage of all these amazing cars and then at the end there is the DeLorean mm. right yeah that would be good 
Yeah, to, I would, would probably hilarious. go to the cinema if that tra- if that's yeah, the trailer. That at the end of the trailer, it pans down the garage and there's a DeLorean at the end. I'm in. Oh man, day one. Yeah, I'm in. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Give me another idea, John. This one's from Martin. Dante's peak or is it peke it's pierce brosnan's dog runs up a volcano so it's whatever the short is for pekingese ah uh, okay dante's pekingese great dog runs up a volcano does he chase after the dog so well my mate my first thought here is a pekingese is basically a big ball of fluff right and he that guy is going up in flames yeah. in seconds oh that's a sad thought john <laughs> it's just i'm just being practical mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, 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 in my mind there's there's a few films like Dante's Peak. There was a, there's like a night. There's like a real sort of '90s disaster movie series. There isn't there. There's Dante's Peak. There's Twister. Yeah. And there's definitely another one. They're making Twisters. That's what year. I was about to say. They're making Twisters. Dante's Peak. Which is exactly. Are <laughs> oh, we? We Two should volcanoes. get a Dante's Peaks reboot. <laughs> so in Twisters, they are they're storm chasers, which is actually a really great idea for a movie. Hundred percent. I don't know. In Dante's Peak, you're not. You can't be a volcano chaser, can you? Because we're always in the same place. Or are you just hoping to be one near one that pops off? I, I look. I can't remember. I think the only time I've ever seen this is like half of I've seen half of this film when it was, you know, brought in on, on a trolley. No, brought in on a trolley to a school class. Probably a geography. I feel like honestly, there. I feel like I've seen like twenty minutes of Twister here, ten minutes of Deep Impact there, a little bit of Dante's Peak, and they're all just happening in my brain. Like when I think try to think of any of those films, it's all the same film the only thing i know about twister is that there's a cow in the twister right that's it (laughs) the only thing i know about that film that's how they make milkshake so from what i remember dante's peak pierce brosnan is a meteorologist and he's trying to tell Mm -hmm. people in a town this volcano is about to go and they're like no so could it be like shut up pierce could it be could uh, dante's peak be a little lassie style dog sort of yapping at them to say the volcano is going to blow and everyone's like that's great what are you trying to tell us yeah yeah yeah. perfect there we go hey john should we do our ideas would you like one from me yes please mine is the movie argyle it's all about a spy who has to go undercover 
with the football team Plymouth Argyle, who have just been <laughs> taken over by a Russian supervillain. Oh, very good. There's not Plymouth Argyle colon MI5 aside. MI5 aside is That's excellent. what it's called. Thank you very much. Yeah. He's got 007 on the back of his shirt. I mean, it's pretty bad at being undercover. It's, it's, um, maybe it could be like almost like a Johnny English star film where MI5 need to infiltrate this football team that have been bought by a shady Russian billionaire. But the only way they can do it is by sneaking in an undercover footballer. But the only person who's decent at football at MI5 is completely hapless. That's the, that's the film. I think that there aren't enough sort of actiony films around football. I'm sure they've I'm sure they've done them. Football's really I think football is famously really hard to put on film. Mm. It's basically never done very convincingly. The actual football stuff it's very hard to do cinematically. I think is a problem. Also, can um, we, can we talk about the existing Argyle thing? Have you seen any promo for this? Uh, do you, well, do you... there was there was some at the football. Okay. Did you see this? No. So, Matthew Vaughan, who's the filmmaker, is a big Chelsea fan. And I think they've done stunts in the past with Chelsea to promote a movie. And at the weekend, it was like Argyle City. There's a thing from Argyle where there's a backpack with a cat in it. Yes. And they made one of the players get off the team bus carrying that backpack, as though it was just his bag that he was taking into the ground. And then, during the game, in the press box, seven guys with... Your classic spy suit, jet black hair, slicked back, stood up in the press box and they were reading Argyle. And then a little bit later on, they all stood up and they were all brushing their teeth. It was all like Argyle promotion. It's so weird and distracting. Really bizarre. Like the Chelsea manager afterwards said it was great. It was like, it's great to be able to promote the film. They've invited me to the premiere. How much money is the game to say that? It's so sad. It really, really strange. I, I, there's there's been too many of these sort of films in the last years i can't really separate any of them in my head like kingsman argyle there's that other guy Ritchie one the, there's the, the guy Ritchie made the gentleman yeah. then he also made one that's like basically the same thing operation fortune yes like, it's so confusing there's all of these spy movies that are like kind of james bond adjacent but not really I don't know what any of them are. Like, what is our guy? How's it different to... Is it in the Kingsman universe? Well, allegedly, it is. Well, I mean, the the, the key thing to, to point out here is from the little sort of reading material I've seen around it, the only conclusion I can come to is that the cat is a spy, right? That's, <laughs> I've seen a cat. It's about spies. The cat is <laughs> a spy. That can't be real. Okay. Also, I've seen that people are like... There's like articles being like, oh, trepidation that it's not going to make its money back in the box office do you know the budget of the film argyle no 200 million. Oh, for god's sake <laughs> come on well, look at the cast list yeah it's a mad yeah but... it's a mad cast henry cavill bryce dallas howard sam rockwell brian cranston dua leaper john cena samuel l jackson rob delaney's in there that's fun oh yeah really i mean that's a strange cast yeah i'm fascinated to see will i watch it I don't know. Maybe. Would you like my idea, Joel? I'd love it, please. I want to set up the sort of Godzilla mathematic universe. So we've got Godzilla minus one. That already mm-hmm. exists. Yeah. But in my version, yeah. it's the film Godzilla, but we've minus one Godzilla. So that nothing happens. So it's just normal. Yeah. Life. But then the sequel, yeah. Godzilla times two. Oh, no. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> I know exactly what that's going to be. Followed by Godzilla divided by four. There's four, four, four quarter-sized Godzillas. Oh, is that? Be- that's like the thing. Would you fight a horse-sized exactly penguin or whatever it is? And then finally, <laughs> Godzilla cubed. He's a big cube. 
There's not that there's like it's not that there's 360 of him. There's just he's a and it's encouraging kids to learn maths. (laughs) I think that's great, John. I think that's how many Godzillas are there on screen? I think it's a lovely thing. Well done. There we go. I liked your little Godzilla joke. That was good. Thank you, John. If you had to pick a winner from today's lineup, which one would you choose? I mean, we have to give it to yeah. It has to be Nathan. Nathan, thank you very much for your services to podcasting. That that. That alone is the reason we get nominated for prestigious podcasting awards. It's nothing to do with what John and I contribute. It's contrived seven film ideas in one title like that. So congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, We'll see you on the other side of the music. Hi, John. Hello, mate. How you doing? What you been doing? How am I doing? What have I been doing? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, I Do I have anything to report or recommend? I've almost listened to all of the new series of John Ronson's Things Fall Apart. It's fucking great. So good. So good. So good. It's so brilliant. It's so good. Like, so many... Obviously, it's all about origins of, like, various culture wars and stuff, and I think it's really interesting how they can sort of peg it to these pretty minor events or like these specific sort of days and the coincidences by which these all um kind of spiral out is really amazing really enjoyed it he's obviously brilliant great and i think there's something quite nice about the fact they're also made for radio 4 which means they're all about 30 Mm. minutes long yeah no it's i'm really into um, that the journalism is just like impeccable obviously it's john ronson yeah um that final episode you gotta let me know when you've listened to it joel because it's so good it's such a good way to finish off that series it's ridiculous for me i I actually written i had written down even though i said it last week yeah things apart uh series two is great um and then the other thing i've actually already messaged you about this joel but i played the demo for the new prince of persia game because they put out a demo yeah everyone loves it really great yeah people were absolutely down on this game because it's ubisoft who people don't tend to have much love for and it's a property that's like laid dormant for a long long time but it seems like it's great it's metroidvania kind of vibe i'm really into it i think i'm probably gonna it's really my vibe as well because i just want to be able to play games in like 10 minute chunks and sometimes you pick up like yeah like bowder's gate from what i can hear is if if you the first like three hours you've not done anything like you know i get it like these are these big cinematic games that people love but there is a part of me that's like I sort of just want to sit down and play a game. I don't want to sort of watch 45 minutes of cutscenes before I can even sort of move my character. Yeah, 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 of course. And also, like you're saying about this dormant IP stuff, I said on Twitter the other day, all these companies should just be getting their dormant IP and just giving really inventive small teams the opportunity to make something really sort of weird with them rather than sort of just leaving them dormant or having to, you know, make a $300 million game. Make a sort of mid-budget game that people like. There's totally. no rant about video games. Because it could spin off like that. If it's a success, you might make a second and a third and then it could actually become a, a successful franchise of its own. Exactly. Right? But, you know, apart from that, I've not really consumed anything, Joel. I've, um... Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Just sort of been existing. That sounds depressing. And on that note... Hey, and you're doing it very well. <laughs> Well, come back next week for more updates from John's January existence. Cheers. See you next time. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.